Hey, this is Mark. And this is Jay. We just want to thank you for tuning in to this episode of NerdCage Live. And be sure to tune in to our live show on YouTube every Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hello and welcome. That's right. You're trapped in Nerd Cage Live. This ain't just a reaction show, but a debate show and a live discussion on everything that makes people like Unite 6. Thank you for joining us tonight. Please hit that like button and subscribe. I'm your co-host, Jay St. G, coming to you live from Syracuse, New York. And always with me, the warrior from Wakanda, the fiend from Louisville, my man, Mark Withers. What we got going today? What's going on, man? Super excited to be here as usual. And yes, tonight we're going to focus on the 20th anniversary of what is probably Antoine Fuqua's best film, a movie that got Denzel Washington an Academy Award for Best Actor and got Ethan Hawke an Academy Award nomination for Best Supporting. Of course, I'm talking about 2001's Training Day. Now, Jay, I know that Denzel is your favorite actor of all time, so I got to know, 20 years later, how do you feel about this movie? This is a regular rewatch every year, probably for the last 20 years. I love this movie. Listen, this is the single best performance from the single best actor of all time. On top of that, this is the best crime thriller of all time, the best cop movie of all time. What? Is there more to say on top of that? Written by David Ayer. Yeah, and that one kind of threw me for a loop. Now, I remember seeing this movie when it came out, but of course I didn't know who David Ayer was. And of course he did the original Suicide Squad, which we're still waiting for an Ayer cut. But that little factoid made it super interesting for me. We get some really, really great cameos from like well-known musicians, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Macy Gray, all the preparation that went into this movie, the attention to detail. We had like the cast and crew really go to South Central LA and just really like learn the ropes of drug dealings and everything else that goes on in that territory, which made all the performances more authentic. This also launched the career of Terry Crews, the pigeon flipper. <laughs> I'm glad that you mentioned all of that, specifically how authentic the environment was. Now, what a lot of people may not know is that this is loosely based on a true story. The movie itself was inspired by the Rampart scandal of the late 1990s, where LAPD detectives were implicated in a number of corrupt cases where they falsified evidence, took bribes and things like that. In fact, Denzel Washington's character was loosely based on a former police officer named Rafael Perez, who was largely credited with providing testimony that brought the case to a head. This movie really makes you question your own morality. What I'm referring to is the scene when they crack down on Roger. They find $3 million cash. You're a rookie cop and the other cops there have their story straight, Denzel's guy's story straight. Would you fall in line and take the money? Or are you gonna turn him in? That's the beauty of this movie, it makes you question your own morality, man. Mark, what do you got on that? Yeah, I would agree with that. And I would say that what makes Hoyt such an interesting character is that he does have a line in terms of his ethics and his morality, but he's so blinded by his own ambition that he's willing to set a lot of that aside, at least for the moment. And that only serves to complicate things as the story goes along. 
Mark, you know this already. It really wasn't supposed to be Denzel Washington as Alonzo. Originally, it was going to be Sam Jackson. But again, the stars aligned right, and it was always meant to be Denzel and Ethan Hawke. That was certainly lightning in the bottle with those two, and I'm glad it was those two and nobody else. Absolutely. Now, I want to kind of shift gears here. You view this as a perfect movie. Absolutely. But of course, as good as this movie is, I definitely have my own nitpicks with it, specifically <laughs> with the third act. And I know that you and I are probably going to do battle here. The scene where Hoyt goes to arrest Alonzo when he goes to his house to arrest him and the gun battle that ensues, I just didn't buy it. I didn't think that a police officer, particularly a police officer who's a parent, would allow a child to be in that level of danger. Like just telling a kid to hide in the closet is not good enough. And I think that the kid's mother would have reacted much differently. I just didn't think it was particularly realistic. Look at the neighborhood they were in, gunshots, drug dealers. I think that's just another day of the week for them. But Mark, do you have any more nitpicks? I have one more. This nitpick is a major one because it is mostly about the central plot of the film. So you have a rookie cop who's only been on the force for 18 months. He's essentially auditioning to sort of make his bones as a detective. And on day one, Alonzo opens up and tells him how things really work, all of his dealings, who's dirty, including himself. How does Alonzo know that he's not internal affairs? Just the idea of that on its face is a little unrealistic. I know that you can make the argument that Denzel's character was going to kill him anyway, but all the other people, the three wise men, all the other people yep. on his team, Scott Glenn's character, none of those people knew that that was going to happen to him. And yet they're an open book as well. But there's one line he says, it's one of my favorite lines of the movie, and I quote this all the time, I've been planning it all week. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, let's switch gears just a little bit here. What are your favorite scenes? So I absolutely love the banter in act one where Alonzo and Hoyt meet in the coffee shop. I love how he, <laughs> how he's like kind of like bullying him a little bit. Like you won't tell let me, me read story. my papers. Tell, so me, a tell story. me a story. <laughs> tell me a story. You know what I mean? Like, I just thought that that was a very good way of setting up the dynamic between those two characters. And it really lets you know who Alonzo is, how badly Hoyt wants to impress him. And it just sort of sets the table for everything that's going to happen. Another scene that I really love is where Alonzo takes him back to that house and basically leaves him there. And the guy's like, oh yeah, I seen his nine millimeter. Let me see yours. You can see the anxiety in Hoyt's face and yes. his struggle, like, should I be doing this? Like, what's going on here? They've outed some other cops yes. before. Yes. That's what makes that scene scary. Like. Maybe you don't catch it the first time, but you think about this, they've gotten rid of other cops and they kept their gun as a trophy. Right, and I think that Ethan Hawke's reaction, his quiet reaction to that moment is very undersold. Like it's very underappreciated among film fans and critics. You can see everything that's going on in his mind completely on his face without him saying anything. And you can see the internal struggle that he's having, like, how do I get out of this? He knows what's about to happen to him. That's one of my favorite scenes too, specifically the bathtub scene. Oh my gosh, you want to talk about intensity. Every time, it doesn't matter how many times I've seen this movie, 
every time it gets to me, I get scared. Smiley calls his cousin up and just says, hey, I need you to tell me the truth. Did you go to school today? He's got the shotgun pointed right at him in the tub. He's got to be brain in the back of his mind. Like, oh my God, please. This girl needs to say something. She's like my only ticket out of here, you know? Well executed scene. And I just love how it ends too. And he's like, hey, nothing personal, just business. <laughs> you know there was business, right? <laughs> 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 oh my god, man. It's just amazing all the groundwork that Ayer and Fuqua laid out for all these people to like give us such authentic performance. My other favorite scene, and it's one of the best lines in the movie, and you know one of some? This particular line was improvised. King Kong ain't got shit on me. Denzel at his best at that very moment, but there's a beauty to this. It's not just the intensity from Denzel watching Fuqua kind of threw in like a little bit of a lesson. Just because these people live in South Central does not mean they're monsters like Alonzo. And I just love how that's portrayed. He's like, you got us wrong, homie. Do this yourself. We're not like you. It shows additional layers. These people that have to live in the same neighborhood as Alonzo, they're not necessarily loyal to him. They're just doing what they need to to survive him. And yeah. when the opportunity presents itself for them to be rid of him, they have no loyalty. They're just, you do this yourself. That was something that I thought was important to show, and it actually provides a little bit of depth to those characters. It's definitely Denzel's best movie, Antoine Foucault's best movie. It's a mandatory watch every year, and in my mind, it's perfect. I give it a 10.0 out of 10. Nitpicks aside, I'm gonna give this an 8.5 out of 10. This really put Antoine Fuqua on my radar as a director. Definitely one of Denzel Washington's best performances, one of Ethan Hawke's best performances. It introduced us to actors like Eva Mendez, Terry Crews, Cliff Curtis, Raymond Cruz. It was just a very well-told story, completely riveting and full of action. I absolutely love this movie. For those who don't know, there was a TV show that aired on CBS. Bill Paxton played a corrupted cop and he was training a idealistic rookie that was played by Justin Cornwell. Unfortunately, the show didn't take off. Uh, it's no surprise, it's kind of hard to live up to the training day name. Also, there was gonna be a direct sequel to Training Day where Ethan Hawke is older, wiser, and he was gonna train a rookie. Now that, sign me up for it. In addition, it was recently announced that a Training Day prequel featuring a very young rookie Alonzo is in development. I would be very interested to see something like that if it were to actually get greenlit. So before we go, we ask you to please like, comment, subscribe, ring that bell, and spread that shit like so So you I say, from Syracuse, New York, to Louisville, Kentucky, to all of our friends and fans around the world at Nerd Cage Live, of course, as always, enjoy life. Stay safe and good night. Sayonara. Ooh, trying to get out of the nerd cage, are ya? Well, before you go, hit that subscribe button. And if you're really intrigued, ring that bell. Thank you for dropping by. Until next time, Tell everyone you know about Nerd Cage Live! <laughs> <laughs>